You found yourself on another episode of Locked On Bulls, and you know there's news when we drop on a day we did not have to do an episode, and today we're going to be breaking down uh, the rumored no-trade interest in Zach Levine around the league. Zach will also miss a week, and what does that mean for the team? And we now know the preferred destinations that DeMar DeRozan reportedly wants to go to. We're going to talk about it all and more right after this. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every single day. That's Pat, the designer, host, and creator of the Windy City Breeze and host of the Chicago Bears podcast over at ESPN 1000. I'm Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central YouTube pages and podcasts as well. And today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NBA for $20 off your first purchase. Now, Pat. Man, you know, got to be some news in here. It's been Bulls news after Bulls news after Bulls news. Today, oh, it's a it, was day. Supposed, it was supposed to be our day off. Yeah. It was supposed to be our day off. I guess no it's better chance. to work on your day off than to get fired on your day off. So there's that too. So I'm I'm, I'm down for it. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I'm okay with uh, as long as there's something interesting to talk about. Yeah, I mean, I'm not coming yeah. in. If we got whack news out here, you know, like Kobe White's starting. Who cares? Like, who gives? Yeah, you know I mean, like nobody's worried about that. No, nah, listen. Uh, it's been a day. I mean, listen. You've been eating over on Central, so yeah. it's been a day for Bulls. And I think the the funniest part is we started off with no trade market for Zach Levine. Yeah. That was the that well, it actually started the day off with the injury news, but we'll get into that in a second. Uh, but Woj came out and 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 I wish I had the clip so we could play it as a two-minute clip and basically just broke down exactly why Zach Levine has no trade interest right now. He talked about the injury concerns because he has had a uh, you know, a nagging to major injury every year of the past three years. He yeah. also touched on the fact that it's the contract as well. But the overarching thing, the kind of the most damning thing I would say in all of that is the the winning aspect of it. They it, flat out saying that teams are concerned that if Zach Levine impacts winning enough for them to want to pay that contract for the yeah. four years that's left on it. And I'm sure that teams over this next week are really going to be watching how the Chicago Bulls play without Zach Levine. When you hear that as far as the winning aspect, and we know Zach Levine has not been on the best teams. Yeah. We know that over his career, but teams are asking that question now. If you're going to pay somebody 40-plus 40, $40 million each year over the next four years, you're right to question that. I want I want uh, Bulls fans to calm down. I want them to relax. We told y'all when Zach Levine requested a trade, he's probably going to be here till January 15th. Why am I saying that? Because Bulls fans act like that there being no trade value right now means that there is no trade value for Zach Levine. And I think that those are two separate things. In the month of December, over the last three years, November and December, nobody has been traded. It's very rare that you see any trades in the month of November and December yeah. anyway. So, of course, there's no trade value right now. You know what that means? That means that nobody's desperate enough to give anything up for Zach Levine at this moment. Guess what? When they play through the season, as they start to go through some things, as you get to the month of January and close to the playoffs, you know what a lot of people are going to say? We're one score away. And then well, see, you start to be able to justify paying Zach Levine a little bit more. 
Well, that's the thing, though, is that with the way that Woj presented it, this isn't just about the December 15th day, December, January 15th day. Right. Yeah, that plays a part in it, too, as well. But when you hear teams questioning how he impacts winning or not, to me, that says it's more than that. And I so mean, it, you could, but right, if I have two players that I feel impact winning, like unless you feel like he negatively impacts winning. Well, that that I think that that's one of the things that they have to look at is that Zach at one point, like Zach Levine had a, a near 50, 40, 90 season. Yeah. And then his efficiency has dropped every year since then. Yeah. So I'm I'm not saying that. Like, I do think if you get Zach in the right, you know, I'm still a Zach Levine guy. You get him in the right situation, right coach. I think you can get back to efficient Zach Levine. But if teams are questioning how he impacts winning, if he does that enough, keep in mind, it, it's not just that alone. It's also at the price. Like what Zach yeah. Levine is. If it wasn't a $45 million contract over the last couple of years of this deal attached to that, I don't think we're having this conversation, but it's that Venn diagram of injuries, impact and winning, and the money. And teams right now are finding it hard to kind of fall in the middle of that. I mean, I I just, I feel like this is a, this is a now issue. This is a, what is it? December 1st issue, right? Like, to me, by the time January gets here, we, how many times have we seen teams make trades for players that we feel like, all right, I don't know what you expect him to bring to the team, but all right, like you got the, te teams get desperate. Why? Because mm -hmm. as the season goes on, they start to realize maybe we're not a championship contender. But the reason why I say that I get what you're saying in that, but we may see a change in that because a teams have seen the James Harden trade. Now B it's a way more punitive luxury tax now for you to add yep. a $40 million contract. So I agree with you historically teams will take on the money and be like, Hey, we're going to bring him in here. We'll see what he can bring. If it doesn't work out, we could probably move him in a year or two again. Won't, won't diminish the returns. But I think now you may see those teams kind of be maybe a little bit show, show a little bit more diligence as far as like what they bring into their roster with those heavy contracts, yeah. considering that new salary cap. It could. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not saying that you're wrong either, right? Like, I don't think yeah. that it's that I think both scenarios could be true. Two things can be true. Two things, I, man, not in 2023, both. <laughs> either my opinion, your opinion, or we kill each other in the middle of the floor. That's all <laughs> we got. But yeah. I just, I, I'm going to be real with you, right? Like, to me, this is a, this is a scenario where the trade market being cool right now is teams not knowing what they have yet. Now, on the flip side of that, does that work in the favor of the Chicago Bulls mm. in one deal that I think could be the best deal on the table? Because guess what? If the Lakers feel like mm, we're not willing to pay him that much money to bring him over here, or the Miami Heat say mm, we're not willing to pay him that much money to bring him over here, the team that we heard that was interested, now maybe the interest not there yet, but the team that we heard that was interested, and I talked about the scenario of not being able to go out there and get guys to come to their city does this open things up for a trade to Charlotte? Because that's probably the only scenario where they're going to be able to outbid somebody. You make a, you make a valid point there. Cause like you said, never being really a free agent destination. There's something to be said with that. Like I just, I worry this and, and what said it in the thing too, is that the thing for best all parties right now, is Zach Levine to get back on the court and, yes. play, and play good. Um, the thing that I worry about, oh, you know what? We'll save that for the next segment when we talk about the injury. But I mean, to answer your question, yeah, I do think that maybe a team that has never been a free agent destination, which you can also throw the New York Knicks in there, may get a yep. little bit desperate. Well, oof. it is tough. It's tough, bro. Like, and, and because I think you just see 
too many of the premier teams not being free agency destinations. Like you said, the Knicks aren't a free agent destination. I instantly just went through the Rolodex in my head, and I was like, the best free agent they got is Jalen Brunson, which I guess good, right? But like, yeah, that's and the they, best. Oh, they had a, they had an over. Well, it ended up being a solid deal, but at that time, people considered it a severe overpay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it, it ends up being a solid deal now. But yeah. yes, at the time, it was like, you're going to pay Jalen Brunson that. And you didn't know if he was going to be that dude. Now, yeah. he ended up being it. It worked, be that dude. Yeah. it worked out, but you had no idea if he was going to be that dude. So I don't know, man. Like, to me, um, hearing about Zach Levine's trademark and things like this, uh, I don't think that people don't want Zach Levine. I don't think that magically the interest in Zach Levine has disappeared. I think that people might not want Zach Levine at the price the Bulls are asking for, and maybe the Bulls will have to adjust their expectations as well. But I, I think more so you're talking about there being no trade market. To me, just because of timing. If we get the January 1st and there's still no trade market, people still aren't calling. Oh, because it's panic right? time. It's panic right? like, Here's the thing. Before all of that, everybody wanted this dude. When it the Bulls was like, didn't want to come down to Dallas, we were, we, were li- we were literally turning down. AK was like, "Hey, yo, no, we're good. Hey, yo, no, we're good." You know what I mean? Now, and, and that, that's what, and that's why being a, a GM, as much as people say, "Oh, he's just stupid," he's they're not smart GMs. Being a GM is also about filling things out and kind of doing some future projecting on things because little did we know that less than ten months after the trade deadline last year. Would we be here right now? I mean, I think we kind of knew we were heading toward this. Not this, bro. Nobody predicted this I don't think we knew it was going to be this quick. Yeah. I don't think we knew, like, 15 games in, we're going to be like, wow. If somebody would have told me that we'd be here by next trade deadline, I would have absolutely been like, yeah, that kind of tracks. If somebody would have told me we would be here by this trade deadline, we'd have been like, well, you know, I mean, I don't think we're going to be great, but I don't think we're at the point where we're just trying to sell off people. Nah, nah, it's we're about a year ahead of schedule. We're here. We're, hey, listen, better to be ahead of schedule than behind schedule, I always say. <laughs> I mean, I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. What you want? Hey, we suck. So you're, hey, so you're, you saying, you're, saying her, you're saying her name's schedule. <laughs> With that said, next time we're going to be talking about Zach Levine missing a week of basketball. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Thousand points to you. Before we get into that, we want to talk to you guys about one of our sponsors that is FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot at FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. Speaking of the action, while our Chicago Bears do not play this upcoming week, the Carolina Panthers do. And they're giving up six and a half points to the New Orleans Saints. We need the Panthers to lose that game. Bro, we I need them to lose that game. God, I hope that they don't get that like Raiders oh like boost from the coach getting fired. We're free and they win three games. Oh my Please, God. We need them to lose that game. So there you go. Need you guys to bet on that game for us. Uh, the app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, Pat. Her name was scheduled. Her name was scheduled. Great (laughs) joke. (laughs) That was that's one of your best jokes. Not gonna lie to you. I appreciate that. I appreciate. Well done. (laughs) But 
the day, as much as we talked about this, the, the Zach Levine no trade market thing was the, the last thing to kind of come out in the last couple of hours. But the day started off today with Sham Sharania announcing that Zach Levine will be sitting out a week with that foot injury. We saw what the team looked like in one game, be it against the Milwaukee Bucks um, uh, last night. Pat, when you hear that Zach Levine is going to now miss a full week, so we know that we're not, we'll see what happens with DeMar. We know we're not going to have Zach for a full week. What does that say to you both, if you want to relay it back to his trade value, but more importantly, I kind of want to focus this on what does that mean for the team in this upcoming week? If he misses the full week, he'll be missing three games. Listen, a week doesn't hurt anybody one way or the other. Doesn't it feel like this is a, hey, hold on, let, uh, let me see something real quick. Like, that's what it felt like yeah, to me. Just like definitely. AK was like, wait a minute. Hey, hold on. He may be cooking. <laughs> the, you know what I mean? The team you know may mean? be like, cooking. Hold on. Just go like, ahead. You need a couple extra days. No, the, let me call the let me call the doctor. Hey, Zach is out a week. What? No, Zach's out a week. Yeah. <laughs> bro, I'm telling you, bro. Like, this feels like AK would do it himself. You know what I mean? Like, he's coming <laughs> with the lid pipe. Hey, Zach's going to be crying afterwards. Like, what? You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. what it feels like is happening here. Like, I, I, not to say that I think Zach Levine is faking in at any point with this. I'm, I'm never going to say that somebody's faking an injury to go out there and um, not do their job. What I will say is he might mm -hmm. be being extremely cautious with this injury that maybe he wouldn't be if he was a little bit more com committed to being here in Chicago long term and having, you know, a full fledged season. I think that for trade value-wise, this mm -hmm. is not good for him. But, I mean, you got the Pelicans, the Hornets, and the Spurs. This is the best time where, now minus the Pelicans, Pelicans going to listen. Mm -hmm. That boy's eye different, bro. I don't care what nobody's saying. When he mm -hmm. on the floor... I mean, listen, we know when he's off the floor, you're not getting nothing but... Uh, Zion Williamson and porn stuff. That's all you're getting when he's off the floor. But when he's on the floor, he can play some basketball. You think the strip uh, clubs have up Zion's calendar, like, from, from city to city? They just make sure they know on there when Zion's going to be in town? I don't think the club do. I mean, listen, they probably have, like, a special prorated version for him on OnlyFans or something like that. Okay, that's fair. That's yeah, I mean, they probably that's be right. like, like, they get an alert when Zion comes to your city. It just pops up on the phone. Bing! Zion. <laughs> that's actually the notification. And when, whenever... <laughs> Well, <laughs> if you're a creator on OnlyFans, you just get a notification to your phone when he comes to the city as soon as he lands. Zion oh. Williamson. <laughs> hey, bro, that's, that's it right there. But at the end of the day, uh, I, I feel like this is a little bit of both sides saying, you want to take some time with this? Take some time with this. We have no problems with that because I want to see what these guys can do versus the Pelicans, the Hornets, and the Spurs. Three teams that are all kind of in a similar situation, minus the Pelicans. Pelicans very up and down, but they're getting healthy. But three teams that are in a similar situation as far as, um, you know, trying to find young pieces and stuff like that. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, AK made kind of the final say on this himself over Billy Donovan. I don't know if I could just make the joke that I wanted to make, so I'm, I'm just going to chill. Oh, that's head. crazy. <laughs> you you know where I was That's going? Crazy. You feel me? You feel me? Not, not, you get go back. He's uh, Pat said trying to find young pieces. I'm just gonna let y'all figure that hey. out where I was gonna go with that. Um, <laughs> hey man, you looking too giddy on that joke? <laughs> but I agree with everything you just said, right? Like I I definitely think that 
AK saw the way that the team competed yesterday and said, hey, Zach is probably like, why rush Why rush, rush him back? And t- yeah. honestly, I can't blame that, right? Why rush him back? If the foot is seriously bothering him, go ahead and take a week. Uh, the NBA is, because it was a serious injury, the injury, the NBA isn't going to worry about the whole uh, pain management thing or whatever it is, that rule. So um, you want to see if that flash that you saw against the Milwaukee Bucks is something that you can see maybe being a little bit consistent. And if it is, to me, at that point, Maybe the, the, the weekend trade market isn't going to hurt you as much because you're t- looking at it and saying, hey, yeah, we're not going to get back as much as what we probably initially wanted in the Zach Levine trade. But one thing that we discovered is we got the pieces that we have here are probably going to be better than what we expected if Zach's gone. As somebody who sat through them 22-game win seasons, don't expect that. Yeah. Um, don't get your hopes up, Bills fans. Listen, I want to see it too. But what we saw versus the Milwaukee Bucks was a game of effort and effort that the Bucks probably thought the Bulls weren't going to put forward. Oh yeah, and it seemed like they weren't they weren't prepared for. It. They like, weren't prepared for. It, the, right? The scouts, Guess what? The, we played play the Bucks in four games. Oh, from they're now? coming. They're they're going to absolutely come out and just be Bobby ready. Bobby Ford to is going to start the game just punching somebody on his <laughs> own team. He's not even going to hit a bull. Just on yeah. his own team. <laughs> <laughs> to hype to let people know that he's ready to go. That he's ready to go. That's funny. But no, That's man, funny. like I just I I think that I, the the week off just seems very specifically timed for mm-hmm. me. Right? If if the yep. Bulls lose this game, does that get a week off? Maybe he does. I'm not saying he does, but like it seems very like, oh, our young guys played well when there was nobody else to pass the ball to except Vooch. This is kind of what I expect. And guess what? If we see three games of it, now here's the question. If we see three games of the young guys playing well. Mm-hmm. And I love that you said that instead of wins, because it's not necessarily about wins. It's about yeah, the style it, When, you, you, when yeah. you're looking young, this is not about wins. This is about seeing yeah. guys compete on a night in and night out basis, right? Like th- yeah. that is what it is right now. When you, if you see three games of the young guys playing well, do we see another week? added on or do you i mean here's the thing at some point you have to put him back on the you, floor you have to play him because you want to up his value you want to have to show he has value yeah yeah i mean i would think i would think like this to me if let's say you do zach sits out this week this team plays with that heart win loss doesn't matter but they play with that heart at that point you got to have a conversation with zach and be like listen we understand you want to go we were like it is what it is there but you got to play. You got to keep up this, what we've been doing. since. you can't come in and disrupt that. Yeah. So we'll see, man. That's what's tough, man. That's what's tough yeah. because really, realistically speaking, and I guess we'll have to see over the next four games, right? But you might be in a Philadelphia 76ers situation where there's more addition by subtraction. Yeah. We see more success based on you not being there. Now, that's all. I I, I don't think that that's going to be the case. I think that that's a very pie-in-the-sky scenario. I think we had a very good game versus the Milwaukee Bucks. I don't think that's who this team is on a night-in, night-out basis. Maybe this team can become that if Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan aren't on the floor. I don't Mm. expect it. But over the next three games, I think that these are three of the perfect games to see that. Because guess what? If you come out with the same level of effort that you had versus the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Spurs versus the Pelicans versus the Hornets, you might be looking at three wins in a row without Zach Levine on the floor. And then you could talk about having a little bit more consistency. 
Listen, uh, the, the game against the Pelicans, like you said, that Zion's a, that, that's that's a monster. Um, but but, the, but even to that, that is a huge test for a young man that needs to be starting in Patrick Williams because he usually plays Zion really well. Now he's yeah. only played him, I think, he played him like twice, right? I think he's played three, three times in his whole okay. career, and Zion got the best of him in one game. There was one game, maybe it was last year, last year, a year before that, he shut him down completely in the first half. Zion got cooking in like the fourth quarter. So they yeah, they played three games against each other. Oh, Zion be cooking. 25 points per game, six rebounds, two assists in three games versus Patrick Williams. The last game, they haven't played each other since 2022. It's been a minute, bro. 19 points, five rebounds on uh 54% shooting, which is below his career average for Zion. So all right, we'll see. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. So I think I look. I would I would say that that's probably a huge test for a guy like Patrick Williams in that. Yeah. But, hey, at the end of the day, uh, this next week is going to be interesting. And I think, it, it, you know what? At least the Bulls season is continuing to be interesting. And we'll see kind of what the trade ends up being. Uh, but maybe somebody else could be on the move as well. DeMar DeRozan sat out last night, and all of a sudden we've got his preferred trade destinations. Where the heck did that come from? But, hey, if you want to sit out just like DeMar DeRozan did last night, you can get tickets to sit out at the game on game time. Talk about uh, frustrating experiences, my guy. Like, you ever go to the game, you think you got a great seat, you sit down, and you're like, what the heck is this sitting next to me? Why am I next to this pillar? Why is this block in front of me? Why am I struggling to see the game that I paid money to come see? I could have sat on my couch for this. There's no reason and the to whole do time that. It's just sexy red. Excuse me? What happened? <laughs> what? Huh? What? <laughs> said, you're in the town. The whole time it's just around? sexy red. Um, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what color was it? Uh, I. I <laughs> I'll tell you this right now. The Game Time app is the only ticketing app that gives you a complete peace of mind with your purchases. You can see the view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All-in prices show your total up front so that you know what you're getting. A great deal without hidden fees. That'd be the worst thing, bro. You feel like, hey, yo, we in here, bro. I'm finna get... Remember last year when the White Sox uh, gave tickets away for a dollar? It was actually like $7 because of all the hidden fees. And that was $6 too much for me to go to that game. I got in for free, actually. Don't worry about that. But uh, you can buy tickets in seconds with two taps, and they're obsessed with finding ways to help you save money. They have deals on tickets right up to the start of the event, even an hour <laughs> after the event starts. It's the place to find last-minute seats, find exclusive flash deals, no sexy red, and sponsor deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more with zone deals. You pick the section, and Game Time picks the seat for an average of 18% saving, and the Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price if you find tickets for that same section row uh, and row for less game time will credit you a hundred and ten percent of the difference so you need to go download the game time app create an account use the code locked on nba for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply again create an account and redeem the code l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n-n-b-a for twenty dollars off download game time today last minute tickets lowest prices guaranteed all right last topic of the day patrick got you uh, DeMar DeRozan. So, like you said, funny enough, 
the two players that set out today been nothing but rumors about those two players. Like it's like they sat on the sideline with their agent. They were actually like, you know what? <laughs> this is what Seems I feel. Oddly uh, timed. Yeah, very oddly timed at this point. So uh, came out today that Demar Derozan, if he's going to be traded, and I like that it was worded if, right? Not necessarily that he's requesting, yeah. but if he's going to be traded, prefers Miami or the New York Knicks. Okay. What am I supposed to like? Just send you wherever you prefer, depending on. Now, Miami might actually be an interesting spot for him. Um, I'd like to see uh, what some of the young pieces you could get from there, I guess. And Miami doesn't have a lot of trade capital to or draft like, capital to trade back. So they the only contracts that they have that can match DeMar in a in a trade is Duncan Robinson. I do. Tyler Hero's technically too much. We'd have to throw in another player in that. Yep. Kyle Lowry, technically, too. So, really, you're looking at basically Duncan Rob because I don't think you're getting uh, – m- maybe they try to do the, the Kyle Lowry, but they need a point. So, like, it's not a lot there. And you're probably looking at Duncan Robinson and a heavily protected first-round pick or two seconds. I'd do it. Or, right, you, you do the Kyle Lowry swap basically just to switch things up on your team, I guess, and then end up – because uh, you know both of them are going to be gone by the end of the year anyway. This is true, right? So I like I I don't know like I don't know if if Demar ends up getting traded. I've kind of been on that the entire time. Like I don't expect Demar to get traded. Uh, if he does, sure, let's talk about Miami or New York. New York would be a. I just I'm not gonna lie. There's just nothing I want in New York. Like, there's no pieces on that team that I'm like, yeah, like, I guess you're getting something for for something in that situation. With, with, but. with New York, it would be the same thing. Like, you're probably looking at that point, them maybe giving you Dante DiVincenzo and Eric Fournier and a heavily protected first-round pick. Yeah. You're That's not, getting, you're you're not getting the world for DeMar DeRozan. You're not – yeah, the world. Yeah, I mean, I mean you're, you're not getting, getting the a world couple of rocks. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what New York, we talking about what kind of rocks we talking about. I'm, I, I was talking about from the earth. That doesn't help either. Okay, Stones. already, but <laughs> I'm just saying. No, I, I, I don't think either spot. Sure, right? Like, what, yeah. if you move on from Demar, it's basically to say I want to send you somewhere so that you can compete for something. I don't think that you have to have send him to his preferred destination, but. I do think that there's more interest in Miami uh, probably on a DeMar DeRozan than there is on a Zach Levine mm-hmm. because DeMar DeRozan fits more with the timeline that they're in right now, right? You send DeMar down to Miami, you've got Lowry, you've got Jimmy, you've got Bam. Jimmy, Jimmy and DeMar are pretty much same age range, kind of. The only thing that's weird about that is, like, who's, who's what are they just going to pick sides on when they shoot mid-range shots? Like, it makes no sense. Like sending him down there makes no sense because it's just mid range guys with mid range guys. I mean, they still have Tyler Hero on the team at that point in time, but yeah, I I don't know, bro. I have no idea. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't. I don't think a Miami scenario works out. Um, Knicks maybe, but at the end of the day, it, it is <laughs> if they end up moving on from Demar. Um. I would be very surprised because I don't think that you're going to get very much back in value. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing right now with DeMar. And I, I see the guys in the chat like, give me RJ. You're not getting that for DeMar DeRozan right now. DeMar DeRozan literally has aged six years this offseason. 
Worst shoot, true shooting percentage, I think, since like 2013. We're talking about a decade. It's been a decade since he's played this bad. I would like to see. I don't think he'll finish there, though. Oh, wherever he goes, no, I don't think so. Either. You know what I mean? I don't think yeah. that he'll finish in that in that situation. I don't think that he'll finish shooting one of the worst uh, that we've seen from his career. I think that he'll end up getting back into to his rhythm, right? Uh, I, I I really do think that the dynamic of this team, just everybody is ready to go. Yeah. Right. Everybody's kind of done with the situation. And I think there's a reason why they want to start with the Levine trade, because I think Zach Levine is a big part of that attitude that this team has. The one thing that I can say that happened that without Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan out there is the attitude of this team changed. Yeah. That's a fact. like the, the mindset, how guys were going about attack, how guys were moving around, how guys were attacking the rim. Heck, Patrick Williams cutting. That was crazy to see, bro. I mean, like, like it, it's something small, but it's something massive. So I, I just, I, I look at the Demar Derozan value right now, and and say, I, he would be somebody who's more worth it to hold on to, until after you move Zach Levine, because then maybe you can end up seeing something where his value goes up. I don't see his value skyrocketing right now. I don't think he's worth, um. I mean, you're tying yourself to pieces that are already under contract that that are okay pieces, I guess. I mean, do, so do you think, before we go, real quick, with with what is it kind of expected to be a return for DeMar? Are you, are you doing it for the protect? the Because even getting protected first, that mug's going to be like top 29 protected, bro. Like, it's going to be something crazy. Like, is it worth it or, or is it just, let, let's just let it expire? I hate to lose somebody for nothing. Mm-hmm. I would hate to not have DeMar DeRozan for nothing. But I also don't want to tie myself to bad contracts. Yeah. Right? Like Duncan Robinson is is not a good contract. He's okay. He's playing w- with a little bit more confidence this season, but like, He's still 14 points a game. Yeah. He's 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 not this elite. Oh, if I if I've got, you know, 20 shots, I'm gonna take the next step. Like he's a role player. Mm-hmm. And I'm just not, I, I wouldn't want to tie myself to having Duncan Robinson. How many more years? Did he did he just sign a new contract? He just signed his deal, didn't he? Let's take Let me see. Duncan, Duncan Robinson. Contract. Five year 90 million. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. He's been playing better this season, but Jesus. Well, no, it's not that he's been playing better this season. He's just been playing, playing. this season. Remember, yeah, like, they yeah. benched him. Yeah. I mean, but it's like, yes, okay, he's playing better, but, like, it's still just okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's you're, you're going to tie yourself to Duncan Robinson for, what, four more years at night at $20 million a year? I'm Routine I'm okay. trade. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay. Yeah. So I, I don't know, man. Like, I don't see, I don't see uh, her adding to the issues you're gonna have long term being the answer just to get rid of Demar Derozan. Facts. I agree with that. I agree with that. We'll see, man. We'll see what ends up happening, man. Um, at at this point right now, where this team sits with things, I'm I'm nervous, bro. I'm not as nervous as Josh Giddy when he sees Chris Hansen walk in the room. But I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm nervous nonetheless. I like <laughs> it, and I want you. <laughs> yeah. 
Now we can do this the easy way or the hard way. Oh, oh man. I see you want to do this the hard way. Anyway, <laughs> follow us on everything at Locked On Bulls. You can follow me on everything at Pat the Designer. Appreciate you guys for tuning in to show and love. Absolutely. You guys can follow me at CEO Hayes, at CEO H A I Z E. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Locked On Bulls, albeit an impromptu episode. But hey, we that we that good at what we do. Make okay. sure you guys are following us on every podcasting app and platform of the of your choice. Hit the subscribe button on YouTube as well. For Pat the Designer, I'm Hayes. It's been Locked On Bulls. Peace, y'all. Peace. Who the hell you been?